Hi everyone, you're listening to Mary Read Scripture, a production of the Ephesus School Network. I'm Mary, and today I'll be reading and you'll be hearing from the Book of Romans. Let's begin, as we always will, by hearing Scripture. Today's reading is from Romans chapter 2, verses 12 through 16. For as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law, and as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles, who do not have the law, by nature do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves, who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts, accusing or else excusing them, in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. Hello. For the last few weeks on this podcast, I've been demonstrating in very small ways how scripture makes connections across the body of its text. That being said, no one who attempts to hear these connections does so without error. We must have humility before the text. In doing this work, there's much that isn't said, so many connections that aren't made. What is presented on this podcast is a limited exercise in attempting to let Scripture be heard on its terms. More than anything else, I hope this podcast serves as a model for how to submit to the voice of God. So let's continue with our exercise in submission. In verse 12, we hear, For as many as have sinned without law, anomos, will also perish without law, anomos. And as many as have sinned in the law, nomo, will be judged by the law, nomu. The word for law in Greek is nomos, and is defined as that which is assigned, customary, or law. Anomos literally means no law. When nomos includes the definite article, the, it typically refers to honomos, the law or the Torah, the first five books of scripture. We see this in Psalm chapter 19, verse 7, in the Greek Septuagint. The law of the Lord is perfect. Honomos tu kiriu amomos. If there is no definite article present in the Greek, we can assume that the law is being spoken of in more general terms, such as a human system of customs or laws. But we do need to look at the context of the text It is fairly vague here for us, particularly because the English consistently translates the into the text where it doesn't exist in the Greek. For now, we can say that with or without the law, it is sin which leads to perishing and judgment. It is not the hearers of the law who are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. The word translated as hearers is akroete. In the Greek, and is a form of the noun akroatis, which is used to denote someone who hears or listens to something. It comes from the same word as akroatirion, which means a place of audience or listening. Those who gather to hear or listen to the law are not in and of themselves righteous in the sight of God. The Greek word for doers is piite, which means a maker, doer, performer, or someone who carries something out. Interestingly, it is also translated as poets. It comes from the word pieo, which you will remember from episode 8, means to make, construct, manufacture, do, act, or cause. 
When God makes, constructs, or acts, this word functions in a positive way, which is also the case when human beings make, construct, or act in a way that is in accordance with what God wills. When they don't, their actions lead to destruction, perishing, and judgment. The word piite is used six times in the New Testament. In all but one of those times, the word seems to suggest those who do things, doers. The one time it is used to mean poets is in the passage from Acts chapter 17, verse 22 through 31. Paul is speaking to the men of Athens in the midst of the Areopagus, the hill of Ares, which was an open space on a hill in Athens where the Supreme Court was held. It is the place, Acroterion, where the hearers, Acroite, would have gathered to hear the law of man. In verse 23, Paul says, For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Therefore, the one who you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. Paul goes on to say in verse 27 and 28, So that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as also some of your poets, Piton, have said, for we are also his offspring. Let's continue for now with our Romans passage. But it is the doers, Piite, of the law who will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do, Piosin, the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves who show the work of the law written in their hearts. The Greek word translated as show is endikninte, and is a form of the verb endikninmi, which means to indicate or prove that something is undeniably evident. As Paul is speaking here in Romans, those who will be declared righteous by God make, do, or act in accordance with the law written on their hearts in an undeniable way. It is their conscience that bears witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. The word for conscience in Greek is stenidesis, which means conscience or persisting notion. Properly, it means a joint knowing. While not having the law or customs of the Jews, the Gentiles are a law to themselves, in that they have a persistent knowing, and that knowing is their witness. It is their own thoughts that accuse or excuse them. The Greek word translated as accusing in verse 15 is kategorunton. It is a form of the verb kategoreo, which means to accuse, charge, or prosecute. It comes from the words kata, which means down, against, or according to, and agorevo, which means to speak in the assembly. The word translated as excusing is apologumenon and is a form of the verb apologeome, which means to give an account of oneself, defend oneself, particularly in a court of law. While through their thoughts they might be able to prosecute or defend themselves, it is God who will judge them through Jesus Christ. For as Paul orates from the court of man in our passage from Acts, truly these times of ignorance God overlooked but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained, he has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. 
While the Gentiles may by nature do the things in the law and be a law to themselves, they are still not the judge. Ironically, it is the unknown God, the one they worship without knowing, who knows their secrets. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Mary Read Scripture. Bye!